Hello, everyone. Welcome to Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast. I'm Laura. I'm Julie. And today we're going to talk about a pop culture period piece and give it our super scientific rating system. Uh, but before we do, uh, Julie, do you have any recommendations for our listeners? Well, yes, I do. It's oh. twofold that I have prepared. Oh, oh. Yeah. Um, my recommendation is there's there's actually a lot of things around the house that it turns out we can do and we don't need to pay someone. Um <laughs> our doorknob stopped working like mm -hmm. it um like we couldn't turn it and mike like over screws jars all the time so we knew there was a problem when he couldn't open it so i bought um like a new set of like deadbolt doorknobs and stuff online because it was an outdoor doorknob my second recommendation is don't do what i did and get the absolute cheapest set there is mm. Invest that extra four dollars, um, because while I could do it and um, I eventually got them installed, they weren't like perfectly aligned. Mm -hmm. So I had to like unscrew and rescrew, and like it got to the point where I was like having my like boob against one knob to get it to stay, and pressing with my hand with the other. And now it sounds like a porn, but like. <laughs> I did get them It in. did not, Julie, not at all, but uh, thank you for her. <laughs> My boob on the knob did not sound like a porn? Not really. Oh, okay. I haven't really watched porn, so. <laughs> My third recommendation is watch porn so you can effectively make references. Just for the references. Um, my my recommendation is to Google free things to do in your city because I have mm. um, some time on my hands and I was like, this is the time to do all the things in my city that like I've been putting off. And I Googled free things to do in my city and it's lovely. Anyway, just like there's um, anything from museums that are free to parks to... Um, like open mic nights at cafes and stuff like that. So highly recommend. So Julie, what are we going to talk about today? Okay, we are talking about the movie 42. Mm -hmm. And what's it about? Well, let's go to the Googles. <gasps> In 1946, Branch Rickey, played by Harrison Ford, legendary manager of the Brooklyn Dodgers, defies Major Baseball League's notorious color barrier by signing Jackie Robinson, played by the late, amazing Chadwick Boseman, mm -hmm. to the team. The heroic act puts both Rickey and Robinson in the firing line of the public, the press, and other players. Facing open racism from all sides, Robinson demonstrates true courage and admirable restraint by not reacting in kind and lets his undeniable talent silence the critics for him this summary started very well until they were like let me tie this in a bow <laughs> but yeah i i feel like the movie is much more nuanced than that but yeah they were I'm like not... we have 300 characters go right go, go. <laughs> like we're we're getting to the end tie up the rest of the movie in one sentence go go yeah um so this was your pick. Why did you pick it? Um, I picked it because I love this movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I I wanted to see it, um, and I'm <laughs> I pay for streaming services, but I refuse to rent a movie mm -hmm. um, because I have weird values. Uh, but I I watched it on a plane, 
And it was so, like, I just, in my recollection, it was so good. And I was just like, God, this movie is good. Um, So I wanted to watch it again. Um, And it also, a lot of it was, uh, takes place, like, in specific Florida places. Um, Uh And so going back, I was curious, like, did they actually film in Florida? Do I know these specific Florida places? Well, here I come because you know the first oh thing I god, Google. Oh my god, she's gonna say Savannah. No, but oh, okay. it was not. It was in Macon, um, a lot of them, and also Chattanooga, Tennessee. Um, and the reason I know that, I actually didn't have to Google it this much because I was in Savannah when they were filming, and I went to a few casting calls for this one. But you said it wasn't in Savannah. But Macon, Macon, Georgia is like three hours from Savannah, so oh, it's gotcha. like the closest big geez laura here's my here's my fourth recommendation let's all move to savannah done (laughs) i'm working on it get ready um uh yeah and then chattanooga tennessee isn't it's like five hours Mm -hmm. so like it was one of so savannah they were looking for people in atlanta they were looking for people just because it was like within driving distance okay well yeah I love Savannah. I love it so much. But they didn't film in Savannah. Uh, a lot of mentions of Sanford, Florida. Yeah, that's why I was like, it's such a specific, like, Florida. Mm-hmm. But not actually filmed in Sanford. Well, and I was, like, very... This may not be a tie, and I do need to Google it, but the Disney Wild World, Wide World of Sports, the ESPN Center uh, in Disney World, is where they do a lot of spring training, especially for like the Atlanta Braves. And I was like, huh, that's weird. I wonder why. And then to know that back in the day, I also don't know that much about baseball. Although I love the amount of like Pittsburgh that happened in this film, um, <laughs> that, uh, that there was still spring training in Florida. So that wasn't mm-hmm. a, just cause Disney's bringing them down thing. That's just a, it makes sense. Cause Florida's nice and sunny. Yeah. Um, well, Fort Myers is where the Red Sox mm-hmm. um, train. Yeah, <laughs> I just googled it because I was curious. Mm-hmm. And and one of the things they say um, is because the warm weather simulates typical summertime conditions across the country, so you can train and acclimate to the conditions. Mm-hmm. So good to know that March and April is everyone Florida, else's August. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's true. I dare to say I I love I love baseball, which is ironic because I'm not like a sports person. I'm not mm-hmm. a sports movie fan, but I there's some like for me baseball is separate from that. Um I love a baseball movie. I I love spring training like it's it's like a different feeling in the stands. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. Um and I just love regular baseball games too. I love events. <laughs> <laughs> so I will go to any sports game that you want me to go to. I will enjoy it while I am there. I will root for the team you want me to root for. I'll be really excited about, but like to watch it on a screen is not necessarily, and I'm talking like games, not this movie, but to watch it on a screen is not fun for me. But if you're like, Laura, let's drive to the, like, Let's drive to PNC Park, which is our um, mm-hmm. 
field. Let's drive to PNC Park and watch a game. I'd be like, yes, yes. And I'm going to wear my pirate shirt and my pirate's hat. And I'm going to coordinate and I'm going to get a beer and I'm going to get a hot dog and I'm going to watch the game. And it'll be the best day ever. Like, so that's, that's how I feel about all sports. Is that like, not a sports person. I am an events person. <laughs> Does, um, does Pittsburgh, I know they have obviously a major league team, but do they have a minor league team? We do not. However, oh. I do fo- follow minor league baseball more than I follow major league baseball because minor league baseball has the best team um, names and mascots first off. And they do like rebranding every year and it's it's a hoot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say is like, don't like when I was in Texas, we would go to the San Antonio missions games. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were fantastic. Also, it was like, we would go on like dollar hot dog night. Oh. So yeah. Savannah had the sand nets, which like, yes, that name. Um, <laughs> I think it's Rochester has the sock puppets oh, fantastic. and they're my favorite. Um, I say that I don't know them, but they're, they're, um, I'll have to we're send good you for our friends. social media. Yeah. Um, their mascot, like their, uh, logos amazing. Cause it's just a sock puppet. It's like, yes, of course. Um, speaking of like logos and, mm-hmm. um, stuff like that, I was, I was looking up about the movie mm-hmm. because I liked the movie and I still researched it. Thank you. Um, but there was a really interesting article about actually the the baseball uniforms mm-hmm. for like for the movie and how they were um, manufactured by a, a company like in Seattle um, mm-hmm. that does like replica baseball uniforms. And it was talking about how like the baseball uniforms um, were wool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was just like, huh, <laughs> OK. I'm not going to do baseball. I mean, they don't, they're not wool now, but when I was um, in Amish country, I did a show called the home game and it started off with all of us in baseball uniforms. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't love your body, but baseball pants and my body, It just, it just was it wasn't my best look, is all I'm saying. And I don't think it was any of the girls' best looks. However, boys, they they look their butts look cute. I will say hockey, I think, is the best uh I think just one of the best uniforms, but really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. It's just my my thoughts. But uh that's my thoughts on baseball uniforms. Um I think. I, there is a, in my, within walking distance, because I love my little small city town, um, there is the Honus Wagner Museum, where it has his bat and like a whole bunch of this because he's from my town. Um, so when he was mentioned in this movie, I was like, oh, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> so every um, movie we watch, it's a little bit like, where's the Pittsburgh and Savannah yeah. connection? It, well, I mean, it's all about me. I'm I'm the main character of this story. <laughs> I'm, I'm selfish that way. Um, no, I I also did love the amount of, and I was like, did Julie pick it just for this? And also, I'm not actually the main character, and I know that. But the fact that he was like, I have to go to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> it's like, thanks, Julie. Um, I 
I really enjoyed this movie and we talked about it. We'll probably talk about it in the next one. I had a really hard time picking um, a, 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 a sports movie because it felt like there were a lot of movies that were that like white savior trope. Mm-hmm. Um, and you think like the blind side's a big one that sticks in my head and there are a bunch of others. And so to find one where I was like, I just... And I, this was a great movie because it was truly the opposite and what I feel like is more accurate of what happened, where it's like, we're not going to say anything and you just have to buck up, um, which is unfair and horrible, but I, the opposite of like, oh no, we'll stand by you. I was like, that didn't happen. Stop it, Hollywood. Come on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean. Julie's still getting over COVID. So every time you hear the mic mute, <laughs> I bet she's coughing. Do you hear the mic mute when I press the button? No, is I just it... hear silence. There is this, um, do you watch Eurovision? Uh, no. Okay. So there's this word, it's called sudade. Um, and it's one of the Eurovision songs right now, but it's the presence of absence. Mm. And it's an emotion. But anyway, mm. when you <laughs> take that with you, but whenever you Ooh. mute your mic, that's what happens yes yes that is me mm. <laughs> emotionally physically yeah all of that <laughs> um crap what was i gonna say what was i starting to say uh white savior is in this movie oh um yeah i mean ricky set like mm -hmm. several times is presented as like i i'm going to make money from this yeah um and he he certainly is respectful to Jackie Robinson, I would say to his face mm -hmm. more than anyone else. But like that at that first like string training game, um, when he's talking to like the Montreal coach, mm -hmm. um, you do see you do see some of that, you know, embedded structural racism in the way that he's sort of talking to the coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also I um, think that they, and you sent me this note, so this is more your thought than mine, but they didn't shy away from any of it either. No. Um, the, the scene where, and played by Alan Tudyk too, of all people, like yeah. um, when he is the Philadelphia player and he is taunting Jackie Robinson, it mm. was so uncomfortable and therefore necessary to watch mm -hmm. because i mean you know and we, we say the same thing about slavery like this wasn't that long ago like no there were there are people that are potential like are still alive from when this movie was happening well when this how was happening in history yeah yeah my grandma had kids and she's still alive mm -hmm. like by the time this movie like, yeah yeah and it's a lot of the kids that were you know in the stands getting reinforced behaviors from their parents are now in the government making laws mm -hmm. oh my gosh that scene what and and this is not to 
the whole movie was emotional, but that scene where that little boy, just like you see him process everything Mm -hmm. and then join the crowd is like, for me and my journey was this, like, was the one that like hit me. Um, And they do that, they do that a few times in the movie where they like convey that through sort of like a a character that we briefly meet because Mm -hmm. at Jackie Robinson's first game, we see the little boy going in with his mom and Mm -hmm. and when Jackie's up at bat and he's, he's like praying and like saying like, please let us show them, please let us show them. Mm -hmm. And it just, in a in a sense, it's a little bit of emotional manipulation because it's a child, so you're like immediately brought in, mm-hmm. but it's also just so smart because it just gets it got me there immediately. Yeah, and I think compared to the other movie we'll talk about in our next episode, I think that it it showed how because uh, I did love this movie. It was a good mm-hmm. pick, Julie. That sports figures even though they don't step into this position to become role models but it actually means to be a role model and that and that is that you what you do in your game in your press release off the field whatever is discussed in families and in homes Mm. everywhere so it's not necessarily Yes, there is like, oh, I want to do what you're doing, but also like you're a professional baseball player. I'm me. But the amount of like who you are as a human is discussed in our lives and like how our parents view said person then becomes our views or something that we try to question because of said person like and and using I don't know, I just thought it was so amazingly clever of saying like, this is what he represents and how him being there is infiltrating almost like the family dynamic. Yeah. Either in a hopeful way, a harmful way, like, and that being a, a high figure in, in sports just is, is then you become part of the everyday conversation. Mm-hmm. 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 And I'm trying, I'm trying to decide, do I wait to make this comment until we talk about the other movie we watched or do I make it now? But I I know I want to, I want to make this as a point of comparison um, because I think in another movie that we watched that we'll talk about later. Spoilers. um, You should probably, listeners, you should probably listen to these back to back because I feel like we both have very similar, like, mm -hmm. yeah. Um. In in the other movie, it felt like it was anchored by a strong actor, surrounded by characters that were written in very broad brushstrokes. Mm-hmm. Whereas in this movie, um, it, you could see like so many other characters, sort of like I say character, but so many of them are, are real people. But like their journey, like mm-hmm. Jackie Robinson's rate wife, Rachel Robinson, like phenomenal actress Um, but just so many great scenes where you see like 
her experiencing this and like, you know, all those moments where it's like, oh, where are the other mothers staying? You're the only mother that was given per or your mother. Where are the other wives staying? You're the only wife that was given permission. And like in that moment, you like you see her process mm-hmm. like I have a job here. Like I yeah. I I am not here just for fun. Like just uh, uh. and when like um when the newspaper writer asks her, like, you know, you got to build a strong, like, what do you, about you? Do you have a strong skin or whatever? And she's like, ah, I got to get it going real fast. Like, just, uh, mm-hmm. I, I love this movie. Well, <laughs> and it shows though, like, and so cleverly written in the circumstances that happen that you, you know, every character's why of why Mm. I'm invested in Jackie Robinson or why I'm not or why like, but it's not, here's why I am. Here's why I am. It's like, just like amazingly folded in. And I, yeah, compared to the other movie we'll talk about. um, (laughs) Made me laugh cough. I'm sorry. Um, But yeah, I, I, it truly brilliant. I also think, um, that Harrison Ford, this is like, he's still Harrison Ford. He's one of those, like, he just comes, he will always be Harrison Ford. Um, but this is probably the most transformed I've ever seen him in a role. Mm. Um, still Harrison Ford, but, um, which I love. I'm, I will Indiana Jones all day long, but yeah, I, uh, I felt like he also really dug into this role. I felt like you could I don't know. It like it didn't feel like any of these actors were playing their name of like, well, I'm Harrison Ford. I can show up and read the lines. Um, compared to the other movie we're gonna talk. <laughs> so yeah, I just i i thought it was um, i thought it was a beautiful film. It's, yeah. Just talking about it makes me want to watch it again. <laughs> Um, I also, um, you probably know what the terminology is for this, but how the movie opened with that sort of like narration mm-hmm. that like, it tells you how it's going to end. Yeah. So it, it sort of like releases us from the, even though it's a historical figure, it releases us from the, like, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And because it really isn't like the end goal. It's like, how did we get here? Like. Mm-hmm. this is a, a journey movie or whatever <laughs> yeah um yeah and i i will say that like that's the hard thing about that's a gamble right like true true to life sports movies or true to life movies you can either give it all away and then let make sure your act your acting and your writing is good enough that people stay interested to get to point a to point b um or you can try to make it more of a what will happen mm-hmm. thing. Um, and where we see a lot of movies kind of real life movies like flounder that way is in the third act when we're trying to get there um, and we know where we're going. And, but there's still like, we still have 20 minutes to fill mm-hmm. or an hour to fill. Let's add X, Y, and Z. Um, or more dialogue about the same thing over and over and over again. And this movie um, 
didn't do that. And it was like, it was, it was phenomenal. I felt like I was entertained the whole time. I obviously knew what was going to happen. Not, not that I know sports that well, but like, I knew that nothing, you know, catastrophic was going to happen. I knew he was going to end up in the hall of fame, et cetera, and so forth. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm going to, a previous film that we talked about that nobody will probably ever hear, uh, but Marie Antoinette is one of those movies that because everyone knows what happens to her, I feel like the third act just like, because it's not as glitzy, it's not as glamorous. And you're like, where are we going with this? What's happening? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's, I think that's a, that's a big gamble because they easily could have just like started it from him playing, uh, you know, um, and they, they were like, no, we're going, uh, it's a framing device, but we're going to set it up where we're going to tell you, but we're going to show you how he got there. Almost like it's a beautiful biography. And it's like, if you want to, if here's the synopsis and if you want to keep going, let's go. Um, yeah. Good pick, Julie. Oh, thank you. Um, are we ready to read it? Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to, do you want to rate it? Okay. Well, I'll do it then uh. <laughs> i was like here's here's what happened in my head i was like i i there's so many baseball things that i can say uh-huh. i want to make it specific to jackie robinson here and i got that's it where I'm fall- okay God, you're so much better at this than me <laughs> listen no, folks, we're probably hiring a replacement for me for this podcast because <laughs> no. i'm just not as wonderful as laura and no. i accept that no, we can't afford anyone else. Um, <laughs> no, we're not getting paid. <laughs> uh, one out of ten, number forty-two uniforms. Ooh, one yeah. out of ten retired forty-two <gasps> uniforms. Oh shit! Because they retired why, his number. That's why you're here. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm punching up. I'm punching it yeah. up. Um, Laura, I would give this movie a ten. Nice. I love, I just think this movie is so good. And I Mike would, hasn't yeah. seen it, so I'll probably watch it again <gasps> this weekend. I know. How is that possible? That's so weird. I know. He breathes baseball. Yeah. And Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Um, I would give it like a 9.5. Like, it's it's not the perfect <laughs> movie for me. You know what I mean? So I can't, I can't, it's no mummy. Like, I can't give it a 10. Um, oh, boy. But for me, I'm saying this is this is a me scale. Even with Brendan Fraser's cameo? Yes. Just not, it's just not the perfect, it's just not the perfect movie. I'm saying, but it's close. It was very close. And that's saying a lot. But Brendan Fraser movie. had a whole scene in the movie, Laura. I know, Julie. I know I'm fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me rate things the way I want to. Um, yeah so it's i'm just saying that like yeah it's not perfection for me but it's it is pretty darn close and it's a sports movie so Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. me for me (laughs) so because like i said i love in-person events so anyway 
what do you have to look forward to this week, Julie? Um, I, uh, this is, this is silly, but these are the things that I love. Um, Mike and I kind of have like the same schedule today. We're at different places, um, Mm -mm. at work. And so we get to carpool to work together. Um, and we get out, like we're, we're off work at eight. So it's like just early enough that if we wanted to, we could like go home. dinner. Yeah. Like go home, take care of the pets. Um, and then like go on a little date. Oh, that's sweet. Or just sit on the couch. Cause let's be honest, this is me. <laughs> this is me. Look out. Cause here I come. And by look out, I mean, I'm going to sit on the couch. Uh, I'm looking forward to, I'm going to, um, Indiana this week. <gasps> Are um, you really? I am. Cause <laughs> why not uh so um my my whole mom's side is there so my grandma my sister my new great nephew which is something I need to go to therapy about because I don't feel like I'm that old uh he was just born yesterday um and then our mutual friends Anna and Sam are there and Ace and so it's gonna be yeah it's just a little good week so I'm so excited you get to see Anna and Sam. Me give them big, too. Give them big hugs for me. I'm sure I you will. already were going to. But Oh, don't worry. All, <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening, listeners. Buy our merch, rate, review, subscribe. And uh, we'll see you next week. You probably want to listen to both back to back. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.